I'm Debbie from Property Apprentice. Today's podcast is a bonus. We've got some information for new Kiwis when it comes to buying properties in New Zealand. The borders are open again, so we're likely to eventually see an increase in the number of people coming into New Zealand for tourism, business and employment opportunities. It goes without saying that a number of those coming in will purchase a home at some stage. The real especially if they decide to stay, the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand and Toitu Te Whenua Land Information New Zealand have jointly created a new information resource that discusses the rules and requirements. In this episode, we'll be discussing them one by one. Number one, who's allowed to buy property in New Zealand? New Zealand citizens and their partners, as defined in the Property Relationships Act 1976, or their spouses, can build or buy a home in New Zealand. Permanent residents who meet the criteria to be an ordinary resident can also buy property without restrictions. By definition, being an ordinary resident means fulfilling all of the following conditions. Number one, holding a residence class visa. Number two, living in New Zealand for at least the last 12 months. Number three, being present in New Zealand for at least 183 days of the last 12 months. And last but not least, number four, being a tax resident of New Zealand. If you have a residence class visa, but are not yet ordinarily resident, you can buy or build one home to live in if you get consent from the Overseas Investment Office. You must also be committed to living in New Zealand for the long term. Overseas people can't buy a house or land in New Zealand. This includes people on a work visa, student visa, work-to-residence visa, working holiday visa or visitor visa. For Australian and Singaporean citizens, a different set of rules apply, which will allow them to purchase property without restrictions. Australian and Singapore citizens can buy a house or land that's categorised as residential or lifestyle. Australian and Singaporean citizens who are also ordinarily resident can buy land that's residential and otherwise sensitive. For example, residential land that's also sensitive because it's on an island, next to a beach or river, or next to a conservation area. Thirdly, Australian and Singaporean permanent residents and an ordinarily resident can also buy land that's categorised as residential or lifestyle. What type of land are you buying? The Overseas Investment Act rules and requirements vary depending on the type of land. For example, the consent requirements are different for residential land and rural land larger than five hectares. Land Information New Zealand, LINS, issues consents to buy land that has property category of residential or lifestyle on the district valuation roll. This is different to the land zone in the district plan. Residential land is usually residential property in cities and towns. It can be a house that's already built or land to build a house on, while lifestyle land is usually lifestyle blocks in the countryside, but close to cities or towns. Lifestyle blocks can be called small holdings or hobby farms in other countries. You can check a property's category on the Quotable Value website. Look for a letter R or L as the first letter of the category code. The local council can also provide more information for you. When should you get consent? If you need a consent to buy a house or land, according to the conditions I mentioned earlier, you need to apply as early as possible. Your lawyer won't be able to complete the purchase until they have your overseas investment office consent number. 
You can apply for pre-approval to buy a property before you've found one you want to buy. This allows you to buy one property that's classified as a residential or lifestyle, and this is valid for up to a year and at no extra cost. If you decide to buy at an auction, you'll also need a pre-approved consent. Buying at an auction without a consent can mean facing significant penalties and being forced to sell the property. You can find a property and sign a sale and purchase agreement before you get consent, but the agreement has to be conditional on obtaining consent under the Overseas Investment Act 2005. You may face significant penalties and have to sell the property if the agreement doesn't include this condition, so don't forget it. How do you apply for consent? Go to the Overseas Investment Office website, which is lins.government.nz, so that's linz.govt.nz forward slash overseas dash investment. We'll put that link in the in the blog in the body of the text for you. It usually takes up to 10 working days for them to process a standard consent application. For applications that include land that's residential and otherwise sensitive. This can take up to 30 working days to process, so give yourself time. The online form will require you to type in your details, including information about your visa. If you've already found a property you want to buy, you'll also need to provide details of that specific property. There is a fee for all consent applications. The consent you receive will include conditions that you must apply with. This is important advice for new Kiwis. There's a number of resources available online which you can use as reference when deciding to purchase a home or a land. We'll be listing them down in the description box so you can find some additional information. If the links don't seem to answer the questions you have, or if you're dealing with issues specific to your situation, such as your residency status, we recommend that you work with a lawyer. One example where the expertise of a lawyer is also of great help is when you decide to buy through a trust or a company. The law surrounding this is complex and legal advice can help simplify your decision-making process. Complying with the requirements and getting your documents sorted early in your property buying process will help you to avoid problems and hold-ups in that sale process. There have been instances of unintentional breaches getting uncovered during conveyancing where they can usually be avoided, so talk to the right professionals to help you. And if you're looking at moving to New Zealand or purchasing a home in New Zealand as a new New Zealand resident or citizen, then feel free to learn more about how to do investing in property in New Zealand by joining us at one of our free events. You can register for one of our free training sessions either online or in person in Ellerslie in Auckland. You register via our website, which is propertyapprentice.co.nz. I run those training sessions, so I'd be happy to answer any questions that you've got. Just please understand, as a financial advisor, I can't give individual financial advice in a group training session like that. I can certainly answer general questions, though. Okay, so thank you for listening. Hope, this, hope you found this helpful, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon.